Welcome aboard. This is your Captain Johnny. And first mate Jess, thank you for joining us on our chaotic journey through fan fiction. This podcast will contain adult situations and themes. I would strongly suggest using caution when listening in public. But what do I know? We do not own these stories or characters. They're just along for the ride upon the ships of chaos. What is that? Tequila? Tequila. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be a fun episode. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is Johnny. This is Jess. Welcome. Welcome to the ships of chaos. We are two weeks out of our break. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? We've, we've been going through an influx again of new members on the Facebook group, Ships of Chaos. And I, and I think we're, a lot of people uh, who are Steric fans are finding us. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I mean, we're happy to have you here. I went on to a lot of like ship and fan fiction Facebooks and just started posting links to our podcast. Cool. So that might be why. Yeah. And I know one of my Facebook friends said like she was going to like binge listen to it this week. So hopefully she likes it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's exciting to have new people though. So So, thanks for listening guys. (laughs) And we're done. Goodbye. (laughs) We have 179 members on our Facebook group, and let's see, 180, because I just approved somebody. Yay, welcome, welcome. And we've almost hit our 700 listens um, through Anchor, so we're at 669. I know you sent me a screenshot earlier this week. We were at 666. You know, 69 is a better number, but. <laughs> okay, so at, week, at, at work this week, sorry, Johnny is drinking tequila. At work this week, I was finally assigned a locker and they assigned me locker 69. Yes, <laughs> that's the best locker. It was the only locker that wasn't like super high. So mm-hmm. like they wanted to give me one low down because I'm so short. It's perfect for you. I told, my, <laughs> I told my friend at work which locker I got. And he was like, lucky. Lucky. It's a good number. It's a good number. It's a fun number. I used to have a coworker that whenever some of like our numbers and reporting would end in a 69 or just be a flat 69 he would like send me the report with stuff like highlight <laughs> like oh yeah hi yep my go- <laughs> you're at 69 my giggle point is 420 420 yeah we are 420 supporters here <laughs> <laughs> for all of our new people <laughs> But has it been a good week for you, Jess? Oh, it's been a really good week. I spoiled my daughter a lot by taking her to the Great Wolf Lodge. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's the indoor um, like water park hotel kind of setup. I think I've heard of it. They're very pricey. I've never been to Arizona. 
they're all over. I mean, they are, they're all over the, the United States. I don't know where they have locations, but it's this big hotel and it has like a big indoor water park with like slide things and like it's geared towards children, but we had a lot of fun. I got some sun. I apologize for anyone who's still dealing with winter because <laughs> it was 90 degrees here in Arizona today. Uh, it was, it was beautiful. Think about 75 today here in where I'm at in Texas. Sunny, sunny in 75 or cloudy in 75? Sunny. Oh, so that's good weather. That's yeah. beautiful weather. So I was doing the Misha Collins gish hunt this weekend. So it was good weather for that. Can you remind me again? What does gish stand for? It's gish. G-I-S-H. Yeah. What does that stand for? Greatest International Scavenger Hunt. That's really cool. So he puts on these scavenger hunts every year. And sometimes he throws in like mini hunts throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And... You pay like a fee of like $20, $25. Mm-hmm. And that money goes to the chosen charity uh, for that particular hunt. Uh, this hunt was for, I think, women in Africa. That's really cool. Is it kind of does the hunt? <clears throat> we talked about this last episode too. So I don't want to go too far on it, but. Um, does the charity kind of coincide with the hunt, like the type of hunt? Like if it's for women, will it be more women geared? Well, kind of, or this, this hunt, it was like today's national women's day. Yeah. So it was geared towards women. Okay. And the charity was towards women. So it was, it was, it all coincided. It all coincides. Cool. And this theme was wizards and um, warlocks, right? Oh, uh, let me or look. Wi- um, magic, magic, and uh, I forget. Um, it was all kinds of magic stuff. Yeah. The it ends in like two hours. It was weirdo wizards and weirdos. That's it, wizards and weirdos. That's so cool. <laughs> and like the guest host this this one was Felicia Day. Oh, cool. So. It was fun. I did like a little succulent plant thing that says trans women are are women. And I thought about putting it in a Harry Potter glass, but I thought that would be too smart ass. (laughs) That's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. I don't think we have any other news or announcements. Do you want to get into our summary? Yeah, summarize. Summarize. Summarize, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we finished chapter nine last week. I, I don't remember the chapter title. It doesn't matter. So we finished chapter nine. We have Papa Stalinsky and Styles reuniting for the first time in a very long time. They warn the settlement people about the bone men that are tracking Styles, And then, you know, Styles and Derek have to make like this awkward, like, do I go with Derek? Do I go with Papa Stalinsky? What do I do? But we have a good moment with 
His name's John, right? I think in this fanfic, fanfic. Oh, Noah. It, yeah, because the funny thing is, is like when the show was going on, like everybody wanted to call him John for some, like for some, I can't remember reason. And then in the final season, it was revealed that his name was <laughs> Noah. Noah. Okay. He looks like a John, but he does. Okay, so Noah and Styles get into their house and they're kind of like reconnecting. And Styles is like, hey, by the way, Derek and I are a thing. I want to let you know before I like, I think the line was, I wanted to ask before I had a boy in my room or like. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is an adult of like 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah, but it's always your parents, you know. Yeah. And I mean, that's really it. The the pack was going to come over for dinner. And at the end of the chapter, I think everything all was well for the moment. Yeah. So I'm ready to get into chapter 10. I think it was a happening. They had a nice reunion, had pasta for dinner. You were wondering. Pasta that just showed up. (laughs) You were wondering where they got the pasta. I mean, I still want to know because I just want pasta to appear <laughs> for me. And then, and then we we finished recording and I ordered pasta. Was it delicious? <laughs> no, because stupid Domino's decided to close because of the pandemic. Oh, and it was storming outside. Oh, that damn weather. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> they should be rain you know- or snow. <laughs> You know what? I am glad the snowstorm is over. I really am. Is it all melted or? Yeah, it's all melted now. My grass, my grass is dead. My water heater exploded. I have, I have no more water heater, so I have cold water. That's a bummer. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I've had a good week though. My, my hair is blue now. So we've got it is that. a glorious blue. And I found my contacts and I had enough con- uh, confidence to wear them yesterday. So, Oh, good. Awesome. Um, what color, what is the name of the color of your hair? Uh, it's Argon one and only neon blue. That's a really cool color. And you're wearing your fancy rainbow glasses. Yes. You got it. I love it. My my best friend said I look like Joy from Disney Pixar's Inside Out. Inside Out, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> hey, she's a cool character. I like I love her. Yeah. So, uh, let's get on to our story. Let's do this. Oh, hopefully, I can keep on topic. The amount of tequila already in my system. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this? I'm ready. Everything was on fire. That was all Styles knew as he blinked his eyes open. Throat thick with smoke. His sinuses, his eyes, his lungs burned on inhaling. His face stung with the ferocity of the heat. All he remembered was not being able to sleep, sneaking out of the tent he shared with his dad to sit by the campfire. The tents had all been pitched around. But the fire had been extinguished when he, he'd sat down beside it in the early hours. It didn't make sense. His mind reeled in a brief surge of confusion, of incomprehension before survival kicked in. 
Styles ro rolled to the side, scrambled to his feet just in time to dodge a stampede of fleeing horses, whinnying and screeching for all their lives as they fled the flames that cons consumed everything. Someone must have set the handful of horses they brought with them loose in an attempt to save them. Everything was ablaze. The tents their convoys had taken to the night before were all but lost, like flaming torches in the dawn. The sky was obscured through the smoke and people were running, screaming. Styles felt panic in his tight chest. He coughed hard, pulling the collar of his shirt over his nose to try and shield himself from it. He staggered sideways, staring in horror at the orange and black hell the world had become while he slept. Dad! <coughs> he choked, his voice almost lost for its hoarseness. I think that cough came out <coughs> at a really good time. Truly did. <laughs> that was not on purpose, but it worked well. <laughs> he, got, he coughed frantically and tried again. Dad! The tent they had shared was nothing but a wall of fire when Styles staggered toward it and stood there, staring wildly about him for some sign, any sign. Dad! His voice broke on the last one. The dark hope that he was dreaming filled him until he felt like he was going insane, like he couldn't trust his own eyes. This couldn't happen. This couldn't happen. Suddenly, he caught movement out of his peripheral vision, or perhaps he just felt something prickle at the back of his neck. He wasn't sure. All he knew was he turned to look and his stomach dropped, his eyes wide at what he saw, bone, blackness, fiery eyes that even at this distance burned hotter than the fire. <clears throat> Styles staggered back a few steps, his yet legs useless and paralyzed with fear, like in a bad dream, except this was real, so real. The creature was stalking towards him. Then a gunshot ripped through the air and Styles saw his dad off to the side, gun trained on the bone-faced beast. Get away from my son! But it kept coming. It was coming, closer and closer. Its movement, move, its movements hastening, the closer it got. Another gunshot rented the smoke-filled air. The monster spun its claws, knocking Styles into the hot, ash-covered ground where he lay, helpless and dazed. As he turned on his father, well, nope. As it turned on his father, not even flinching when bullet after bullet punctured its body. Styles screamed as its hulking, impossible shape blocked his father from view. His, he squeezed his eyes shut when the world turned black and all he could see was his father's face, streaked with ash as the smoke swallowed him up. When he opened his eyes, there was Derek standing over him with that worried, lined expression that belied the alpha scarlet of his eyes. He touched Styles' face, caressing his scars that shouldn't have been there yet. Should they? Then Derek turned, the bone man, an impossible pack of them towering over him where he crouched. Styles could practically smell the blood and the fire, the scent of charred flesh, but it was on 
real. What was happening? He hadn't known Derek, not. Then slowly, one by one, the bone men lowered themselves to their knees, bodies mostly obscured by the thick smoke, but their skull heads lowered. <clears throat> Derek turned to Styles, eyes still burning red, but no longer kind. His face was warped. <coughs> Not him, but caught as if mind transformation. Nope, but caught as if mid transformation into someone else. He leered down at Styles with fangs that weren't quite right as he tossed Styles' dad's badge onto his chest. Styles jerked awake with his throat raw as if he really had inhaled smoke. His breathing was labored. Lab his breathing was labored, even as he stared around the room. Movement in the doorway of that momentarily unfamiliar house made him jerk on instinct, but he relaxed at the sight of his dad returning to the room from the kitchen, face worried. Not a memory then, but a dream, one so realistic it had felt like reliving the past, except for the last part. A lighter smell of smoke drifted in from the kitchen, not as all-consuming as the inferno of that night and with an indisputable food smell. His dad was making dinner. His dad had sensed the dinner by the smell of it. His dad was where? No, I think that's supposed to say his dad was here. <clears throat> his dad was here in this house, this safe haven he'd helped to secure against the things of Styles' nightmares. Avoiding his dad's eyes, da bleh, avoiding his dad's eyes, Styles sat up straighter on the sofa, worrying the ages of the blanket in his. Wow. Avoiding his dad's eyes, Styles sat up straighter on the sofa, worrying the edges of the blanket in his lap. It, it had been as if he was reliving that night he'd lost his he'd lost him. So vivid he'd been able to taste the ash as he fell to the ground. The twist at the end, however, made his stomach churn in a way that had nothing to do with smelling a full meal after so recently waking. I've I've dreamed of this. I've dreamed about this all these years, his dad said quietly, leaning against the door jam, oven gloves hanging from his fingers. Uh, about the night I lost you. His expression was haunted, twisted with pain, when Styles cautiously lifted his eyes. His dad held his gaze for a beat before adding, I saw you go down. That thing was on me. Melissa drove her car straight into it and knocked it down, but it got straight back up. And when I tried to find you, Styles slowly rose to his feet, approaching his dad like he was a skittish wounded animal in need of caution. When he stood before him, he reached out, tentatively touching his dad's arm. He flinched away at the feel of his flesh, modded. Modeled? Does that say modeled? I can't hear you. Oh, I muted myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Does that say modeled? I think so. That's how I would pronounce it. We could Google it. It's almost it's all always so much fun to Google it. It is. Do it. My computer won't let me do it. 
Okay, it's I'm gonna like broken. What is up with my oh something is up with my thing. I'm gonna have to fix that. Modeled. 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 Marked with spots and smears of color. Okay. Something is up with my computer, but that's okay. He flinched away at the fill of his flesh, modeled, warped, and drew back and stared at it. His dad had taken off his sweater while he <clears throat> His dad had taken off his sweater while he dozed and now stood there in only a t-shirt and worn jeans. His arms were bare to Styles' gaze, his touch. They were thick with old burns from upper forearm to bicep. Styles could practically picture it, his dad lifting his arm to shield his face from the fire as he stormed in to save Styles. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. In that instant, he knew that was what happened. He choked, hurt sound echoing in his throat. Speaking of hurt sound, okay, so I posted this caption on Steric World. Yeah. Where, like, Derek is asking Styles, have I ever told you how well you cook? And Styles like, oh, no, you haven't. And Derek says, then why do you keep doing it? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and someone commented offended bisexual screeching. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Oh, that is funny. Because <laughs> like the, the picture I had put is like Styles just like with his mouth hanging open looking offended. How funny. Uh, I love making those steric captions. I've started a Tumblr today for them. And this is still in conjunction, like partnership with when they come up with the quotes. Well, one I did today wasn't with the incorrect quotes. The one I came up with today was like a Deadpool thing. I used mm -hmm. a Deadpool mm -hmm. quote. <laughs> uh, I just... I asked, what happened is I found this website called Incorrect Ster uh, Steric Quotes. Yeah. And I asked them if I could use their quotes to make captions, and they said yes, as long as I gave them credit for them. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes complete sense to me. I need to put the cigarettes away. Okay. I have two bad choices here, more tequila or a cigarette. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Tequila it is. Tequila won't kill you. I mean, it could, but. Um, I've only had about three shots. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying, like, a cigarette will get into your lungs immediately. It takes a minute for tequila to kill you. Okay. Okay. I, I looked for you, his dad whispered. They had to drag me away, Styles. I swear to God, I... He winced, turning his head away when Styles reached for him. I left you. You thought I was dead, Styles tried, but his dad turned to glare at him. I should have kept searching until I had your body in my arm. And if I really burned up in the fire, 
Styles challenged before adding more softly. Dad, I wouldn't have wanted you to die. I would have wanted you to go on. This place, the people, there's no way they could have gotten this far without you. His dad loosens his stance at last, staring at Styles, limp and tired. I'm your dad. There's no one more important than you. I should have let the fire swallow me up trying to find you. That breaks my heart. You have no idea. As a parent, I have these thoughts all the time. Like, I would die for Ella. If I couldn't find her, I would spend the rest of my life, like, searching for her. Um, It's a fear of mine. But, you know, I feel his pain as a parent. And then to think, like, he just kind of went on and like create a new establishment. Like, he had to carry a lot of burdens. Yeah, I am. I am not a parent of a teacup human. (laughs) I'm a I'm a fur baby parent, but I would run back in for my dogs and my cats. Oh, for sure. I would do the same for my animals. So. um, But I don't know. It's it's a tough thing because he did go on and he did help the settlement. Yeah. Instead of giving up. But it's. Yeah sad heartbreaking yeah and yes johnny calls children teacup humans and also my teacup human is like a miniature version of myself so (laughs) she is like a teacup version of me (laughs) scary (laughs) my poor husband (laughs) poor guy there was such self-loathing in his voice such utter failure that styles's heart hurt he bleaked and only realized tears were stinging in his eyes when they trickled down his cheeks. He stepped forward, wrapping his arms around dad's shoulders and buried his face in his neck, holding on tight. He long suspected that his spark had kept him hidden somehow from the bone man once he'd fallen. Now he thought it might have kept him hidden from his dad, too. The spark of magic inside of him was a fickle thing. I did warn you this was a serious chapter. Yeah, and that one's sad. (laughs) You said it yourself. They had to drag you away. And I'm glad they did. If you're looking for blame or disappointment from me, you won't get it. He relaxed a little when his dad embraced him in return. I've got you now. That's all that matters. Even if he still felt cold to his bones with the dread his dream had filled him with. They held onto each other for a little longer until his dad nodded against his shoulder, squeezing a little harder than released him. Our guest will be here soon. He stepped back from Styles and turned his head back into the kitchen. As he did so, he called over his shoulder in an attempt at teasing your man and his pack. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure whether I want Derek to be my man or Styles. <laughs> you know what? what? I'll throw you a curveball. I'm in it for Papa Stalinsky. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Papa Stalinsky. Oh. Yeah. He he Absolutely. he is a good looking man too. He, he definitely is. 
I mean, I, I just downloaded a, like a movie for like three hours because Dylan O'Brien was in it. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel that tequila. Yep, yep, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get uh, on the 17th, though. Oh, the 17th. We cannot record on the 17th. That's my daughter's birthday. Yeah, I know it's your daughter's birthday, but it's also St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's also St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. And, and that is a fun day. I will have a bottle of Irish whiskey. Oh, you should. <laughs> Be safe, but you should. I don't. Absolutely. I, I actually do not drink often. Yeah, that's why I'm saying these days. Like it, it <laughs> like it, but I actually don't drink often. I get stoned more often than drink. Yeah, I think I drink more than you. We, I think I drink a lot. I've had this bottle of tequila since like October. Oh, yeah. So, and it's not even half empty. <laughs> Back to our broadcast. In spite of the failed attempt at humor, but that made no sense. In spite of the failed attempt at humor, Styles's face burned. Oh my God! Don't call him that ever. He has like super hear hearing. He can probably hear you from his house. I can just imagine my dad saying something like that. Your man is here. My dad. My dad told me in high school because like every like like every man I've been in love with has either been married or gay oh, my dad told me in high school after my second boyfriend came out to me that I was destined to be a fag hag for the rest of my life oh <laughs> And with love he said it with love but i'm like i, I think he cursed me honestly oh, <laughs> oh that's rough <laughs> the only like dylan o'brien and Ty tyler hecklin are like the only two men like still like not come out as gay that i've had a crush on even Ezra Miller is queer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Brendan Uri is bisexual. Oh. <laughs> but no, because so like, I feel I feel Styles and his dad's teasing here. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Derek does have superhuman yeah. hearing, so he's like, "What?" Okay. Where were we? I can't keep straight on this story. The roasted vegetables were a lost cause, but his dad had set himself on a mission to save the meat with some homemade gravy. Styles mm. waved off his dad's insistence that he prepare the food solo, solo by putting the bag of potatoes toward him and searching for the peeler. They could boil some more to go with the meat. It wouldn't be as good, but it'll do. Styles was so delighted with the smell of meat cooked fresh without any cans in sight by the quiet, if nervous banter of his dad's company as they moved around the tiny kitchen 
that it was the best thing he'd ever smelled. Even so, it felt fragile. He felt on edge. He could feel his dad. He could feel the distant pulse of Derek and the pack's proximity. He could feel the people in the house, houses around him, the entire settlement. And it wasn't bad precisely, but it was a, sorry. I felt like I was gonna throw up there for a sec. Oh God. <laughs> but it was a lot. <laughs> he kept expecting the world to end all over again. <laughs> That's when he froze. He felt it like a shiver down his spine. His dad continued to slice the meat, carefully removing the drier parts before soaking the more tender bits in the gravy. He didn't realize Styles was losing it where he stood. Breath caught until he turned to help with the vegetables and saw Styles' face. You okay, kiddo? Styles' lips moved soundlessly and he moistened them as he, <coughs> as he tried to remember how words worked. In the end, his dad pried the peeler out of his hand and Styles managed to recover himself to meet his eyes. They're here. They're here. <laughs> we can poltergeist. Is there any other way to read that? <laughs> They're here. They're here. <laughs> I can't stop laughing long enough to read this next paragraph. <laughs> Give me a sec. His dad frowned. Derek and the others? He turned his head for the door, but Styles scrambled ahead of him, blocking his path, heart pounding as if he'd run a marathon. No, not Derek, not. He felt, his throat felt too tight for breath. They, it's them. They're here. I can feel it. Somewhere in the settlement. Oh, no. Somewhere in the settlement, somewhere close. His dad's face softened and he reached for Styles. Styles, you had a nightmare. You're skittish. This is a new place. I can feel them, Dad. Styles cut across at him, a little hysteric now, because while his dad was his whole world, Derek would have believed him without a question. Derek had trusted Styles' senses even when Styles had it himself. He'd known Styles in a way his dad hadn't had the chance to relearn after years of being apart. There's no way they could have gotten into the settlement without setting off some of our alarms. His dad tried to assure him, we have a system, magical and human traps in place to alert us. Dad, Styles' voice was firm, tinged with an edge of barely restrained desperation pleading. You've got to believe me. They're in the settlement somewhere. In that moment, Styles saw the change. It was a sheriff looking at him, not his father. He studied Styles carefully, as if judging if he really was just a scared kid or someone who knew danger was close. He reached for his jacket and tossed Styles his. Go get your shoes on. Shot, 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 shot. That is my 
ultimate drinking song. That's the song I play taking shots, getting ready for shots. <laughs> you should look up uh, Hillywood, Lord, oh uh, no, Hobbit Trilogy. No, no. Yeah, Hillywood, Hillywood's Hobbit parody. Okay. Because they use the song Shot, 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 Shots. Oh my gosh. And it is so hilarious. Hillywood. Hobbit. Hobbit what? Parody. Parody. All right, I have it on my, I pulled it up. We'll link it in the Facebook group if anybody wants to shot, 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 shots with us. And yeah. the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Hillywood, my favorite parody group by far. I got to meet them once. They are such sweet girls. How cool. Back to the bone men. Yeah. Get your shoes on. Chris should be on backup still, his dad said. I'll go to his. We can radio the watch and... No, no, I need to go to Deaton's. He needed to get to Derek. They were meant to do this together, weren't they? Deaton has the wolfbane. We might be able to use it to stop them. Giles, you can't go tearing out into the street causing panic. We have to co control the situation. I get that, but all the back... <clears throat> I get that, but all the Black Ops Police Stealth Organization in the world is not going to stop them. Style said with a calmness that bellied the panic rising in his chest. No, that's not bellied, that's belied. <laughs> I would have bellied it. <laughs> Style said with a calmness that belied the panic rising in his chest. You saw it yourself. Bullets don't stop them. Fire doesn't stop them. We need the wolves, babe. His dad nodded slowly. Are they playing? Yes. Good timing, puppers. His dad nodded slowly, clearly thinking. I need to warn the watch, though. We need to try and get people inside for curfew without causing panic. Some of the supernaturals might even feel something is up. Yeah, he did. Styles knew that. He needed to warn them, if only because they needed to let people, let someone else know, too, in case they were ambushed on the way to Deaton's. He swallowed and with great reluctance, relu reluctance suggested, you go get Chris. I'll go to Deaton's. His dad stiffened. No way in hell am I letting you out of my sight if they, those things are out there. It wasn't what Styles wanted either. But the trapped, suff suffocated feeling was growing, like being trapped between encroaching walls, shifting closer and closer. He drew a breath into, a, into two tight lungs, and felt the skin on his neck prickle. They were here. There was no time. We need the wolf's bane or all the caution. No. We need the wolf's bane or all the caution and preparation in the world isn't going to mean anything. He struggled to say because at some point, since he'd woken up on his dad's couch, he had reverted back to a little kid that just wanted to crawl in his dad's lap and let him handle everything. 
One second. Stop mm -hmm. trying to get to the chocolate. They already ate my chocolate bunny. Oh, shit. They're fine. It was hours ago. Well, no, I mean, like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> for you, because that's a chocolate bunny. I have to go get another chocolate bunny tomorrow because I can't, I can't let Easter pass without a chocolate bunny. Absolutely. It's, it's, tra it's tradition at this point. I don't even know if I eat them all in anymore. <laughs> One's, stop. <laughs> so, so, okay, they're in the other room now. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you still hear them? Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore, it's gone silent, but. Yeah, the, the, they've separated. Because at some point since he'd woken up on his dad's couch, he had reverted back to a little kid that just wanted to crawl in his dad's lap and let him handle everything. After struggling to surrender any control over his life, it was both liberating and terrifying and utterly useless in this exact moment. He knew, just knew, he had to do something now. Styles, his dad said sharply reached for him, caught his face between his hands, and stared right into his eyes. I won't let you go again. As Stiles' lips parted in answer, a noise sounded outside. Quick footsteps on the gravel path made them both jerk their heads toward the door. A creak of the boards on the wooden porch at the, at the front. It could only have been seconds, but they stretched out into tense, unsteady horror, dread. Styles' dad sidestepped in front of him, drawing his gun from the holster at his waist and aimed for the door. The handle turned and his dad's gun clicked. <coughs> Styles' stomach flipped. His blood hummed in a way that no bone-faced demon could incite. He surged forward at the same time as the door burst open. Dad, no! The muzzle of his dad Dad's gun pressed right between Derek's eyes, and Derek froze, every inch of his body locked in awkward mid-motion. His eyes flicked to Styles, however, searching him and relaxing despite the gun trained on him. Jesus, Derek, did you forget how to knock out there on the road? Styles' dad asked, holstering his gun with an exhale of relieved breath. You sense it, right? Styles asked Derek hushing as if their enemy could hear him even then, though he was sure they weren't that close, not yet. Derek gave a stiff nod, glancing out of the doorway and along the path, plath, 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 along the path he'd come warily before looking back to Stiles and his father. They're in the walls. I don't know how. I've heard no commotion at the walls. Smell no blood. I need to get to the Chris, to the watch, his dad said again, more agitated with the more seconds they lost. So, question. They're in the walls. Does that mean, like, they've made it into the gate? Or are they literally in, like, the walls of the house? I think it means, like, they're in, they've made it into the gate. Into the settlement, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of thought like there were like crevices in the walls too. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start seeing like hands pushing out of the. 
<laughs> Which two? We're making this a horror movie. No, no. Okay, so thinking of things in the walls absolutely terrifies the fuck out of me. Okay. And it's all because of Supernatural. The show's Supernatural. Oh. <laughs> you know, I was listening to a podcast, like a true crime and like mystery podcast, and they were talking about, they talk about a lot of shit that has been found inside walls. Mm-hmm. That like, you know, it's just creepy to me. Freaks me out. Well, there was in like the first season of Supernatural, they had an episode where like this family moved into this house mm-hmm. and like they start getting terrified by like, like something in the walls, you know, there something is just scaring the crap out of them and attacking them and they don't know what it is. And it turns out there were ch- actual feral children living in their walls. Yikes. And the story was like, like you, you can't even blame the kids. They were feral. Yeah. But the story of how they got there just was, it was one of those op- episodes that proved that humans can be just as monstrous as as like vampires or so like and like I've read actual like real life stories of people living in people's walls yeah so the thought yeah oh I was like that happens all the time in podcasts I I like that cover I feel like uh oh what's the girl we like with the makeup Bailey yeah I'm sure she's covered it it's just insane to me yeah like it was this one Twitter where like this guy was talking like he made like a thread of when he was a kid and he like he went downstairs one night to like sneak food when he was like 10 mm-hmm. and there was like a random guy eating like at the counter so he just snuck back upstairs oh, and God. like he kept telling his parents there was somebody there and they didn't believe him. And, like, one night he was reading, and this guy was just staring at him from his, like, bedroom vent, you know? These are what nightmares are made of. And, like, one night he smelled something, like, really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And, like, maggots started falling on him from the vent. The guy died? The guy died in his vent, and they went up to the vent, and they never found out who this guy was, but the guy had, like, hundreds of pictures that he had drawn of this boy oh and he was only like 10 years old when this happened and it has like scarred him for life how do you get over that where do you how can you like live somewhere after that yeah like just the thought of things in the wall terrify me we have gotten really off topic yeah we have (laughs) (laughs) they have bone men in the walls and so did that guy. He had a bone man in the wall. <laughs> oh. not, not to make fun of his trauma. No, absolutely not. But I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to joke. <laughs> but yeah, ever since I saw that episode of Supernatural with the kids in the wall. Thank you, Jared Padlacki and Jensen Ackles. For sure. I'm telling your mom on you, Jared. <laughs> Next time I see her. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, okay. Let's get back to the broadcast. Yeah. 
Go with dad, Styles said quickly. Make sure he gets to Chris's and then meet me at Deaton's. Derek's brow dipped into a frown, but before he could say a word in answer, dad, Styles' dad inter interjected. Absolutely not. He looked right into Derek's eyes. You keep my kids safe, okay? Styles felt his stump his stomach jolt sickeningly, felt his insides clench in negation, and he reached for his dad. No, dad. No, you can't, dad. You're damn good at my job, he cut across firmly with an expression that had stopped Styles' insistent. Do you know what that word is? Insistences. Insistences so many times in the past. For just that second, it was like no time had passed at all. And damn sure that Derek Hale isn't going to let anything happen to you. Amen. Accurate. <laughs> there was a soft smile, one of hope and a little trepidation, but mostly love, as he squeezed Siles' shoulder a final time. When he released him, he let the motion carry across to clap Derek on the back. Look after him, son. Aww. <laughs> He's going to be okay. My prediction. There, there was no time to stare after his dad to nurture the ache in his chest at letting him go so soon. There was no time for any of it. The streets were quiet. It was close to curfew and besides which, after a long day of hard work, most people were eager for a meal in their home with their families. Still, Styles jerked every time someone ambled across their path. His senses, the feeling of impending doom, and the urge to run gone haywire. So many people. So much. Too much. Hey, Derek whispered as they walked, as they watched the shadows, taking care to walk quickly, but not be seen to cause panic. Your dad is going to be okay. Styles nodded only just realizing how fast his breathing was, how rapid his heart. He wondered if Derek thought it was because how briskly they were walking, or if he just knew it wouldn't help, acknowledging Styles' unease around so many people with the bone men so close. His agitation, his sense of wrongness only grew as they approached the clinic. Styles found himself walking faster, if only in stubborn contrast to the frantic pulse in his veins, screaming at him to turn the other way. There were lights on inside, but no signs of life in the street. Styles' skull was roaring with all the ferocity of a storm on the ocean as he reached for the door, his fingers practically buzzing with static negation. But as he touched the handle, Derek snatched his wrist. I smell blood. Styles forgot how to breathe, glancing from Derek to the door in the low light. He knew there was no evidence, no further evidence needed. Something horrible had happened here. We need the wolfsbane, Styles murmured for Derek's ears only. We have to go in. He made for the door again, but Derek's grasp on his wrist didn't waver way all right this way and let me go first shadows clung to the alley down the side of the building 
They reach skyward like a black hole in the earth, and Styles' skin itched with all the nastiness. Nasties? Okay, with all the nasties writhing in it. With, that lay, with what lay ahead, he struggled to keep his breath quiet, his legs steady as they made their way around the back entrance as, they, as silently as they could. Ooh, that tasted like tequila. <laughs> Derek's version, Derek's vision in this form, although not infallible, was better than his. It helped them avoid the boxes stacked at the side, helped Styles avoid any clumsiness that may give them away, give away their position, at least until they approached the back door and the light streaming through the frosted glass there. They kept low to the ground and paused next to the door. Derek canting his hand, head as if lit. Derek canting his head as if listening. His face wrinkled. So much blood, he whispered to Styles. Styles nodded, trying to calm his racing thoughts. He's all—he'd always been good, thinking on his feet. But now all he could see in the cloying shadows were the bone men and the chasm of their eye sockets. It was like looking across a field and seeing their silhouette. He knew they were out there, that they were close, but he couldn't exactly pinpoint them. When darkness swept across the horizon, they needed the wolf's bane. His fingers curled in Derek's jacket, and Derek seemed to understand that it meant a sense of urgency. Derek set his jaw and reached for the door handle. Guys, please stop. That does not mean crawl into my lap. <laughs> Before Styles could argue, he'd pushed the door open. Oh, goodness. Fur babies. They ran over the cat. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, peppers. Okay. Out! Down! Come here. His fingers curled in Derek's jacket, and Derek seemed to understand what it meant. A sense of urgency. Derek set his jaw and reached for the door handle. Keep behind me. Before Styles could ur argue, he pushed the door open. The back room, where Deaton clearly worked on his medicines, was empty of life. They walked cautiously into the room, Derek edging toward forward first and listening intently for any sign of company as Styles took in the apparatus around them. It had been abandoned in the middle of something. That much was clear. Styles stepped carefully towards a strange assortment of utensils and frowned at the empty bag of wolfsbane. There was a mortar and pestle with something that looked like hair clinging to the edges of the burst mass of pulp. Burnt mass of pulp, of nothing clinging to the base. There was a vat of clear liquid right next to it. It was clear, except not. 
when he took another step to the side, the light caught it and in and it glistened and otherworldly purple. Sounds like somebody describing a potion in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. There were a few vials lined up in a rack to the right. He reached for one, tipping it curiously. But as he raised one up to look at it, he noticed a stain of, of spilled liquid dripping across the counter top across the rack and the remains of a smashed vial on the floor. Deaton had been working on something here, something with the wolf's bane, and he'd been interrupted. Foreboding rose thickly in his throat, only intensified by the eerie fluorescent light. He swallowed and turned to look at Derek to call him over without words. But Derek was already out the door and into the hall. The door Styles realized when he darted after him was smeared with blood. The crimson smeared across the floor of the waiting room, though vanished before the door as if Deaton had been lifted clear of the floor before his attackers had exited with him. What the hell had happened here? Dun, 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 the end. What the hell had happened here? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, wow. I thought we were going to have Scott before all this happened, but I guess not. No. I, have, I have a voice waiting for Scott, and I'm so excited about Scott's voice. Maybe we'll get him next time. They were coming back. Yeah, they like, were on their way back. Yeah. Hunt, so, uh, The Bone Men before, do we know if they ever took, like, they were just out to eat, like, the soul, right? Or, like, kind of just- yeah eat the person i don't think they've ever um like taken somebody hostage yeah i don't think they have interesting Hmm. it's interesting i want to know already like what the what happened (laughs) wow we'll know this next week yeah oh man don't, we're, we're not having another break before this ends, so. Okay, good. We're we're in it for the long haul now. Yeah, I, I think we the... have. Oh, man. I think we have, like, five episodes left. Oh, man. <laughs> we really need to get on. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> approval. We have approval for two stories at this point. Yeah. We have approval for Storms of Yesterday by Shailani. Yes. And Leaves of Grass by, I can't remember the author. Give me a sec. Did you um ever find your Fred Miney? What do you mean my Fred Miney? You had a Fred Miney that you were going to read. You wanted to bring to the table. Oh, no, not yet. Okay. All right, cool. I'll, I'll find. I'll bring some to the table. We'll have a business call, <laughs> me and you, to talk about this, so... I mean, I don't really have much to say about Radio Tower right now, other than what the fuck. Yeah, we have Leaves of Grass that we've gotten permission for by Nautical Mass. That's it. Not yeah. Nautical Mass. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. All right. I, I, I'm word. I have a loss of words right now. 
we will we'll try to get a couple more stories in there that we've got permission for and we will put a poll up on facebook yeah so i love making those polls cool do it so and if you haven't looked at uh uh ships of chaos facebook for some reason johnny put all their poetry on there it's okay. It's awesome. Huh? Thanks for sharing your poetry with us. I'm the uncreative one of the group. I'm just here for the jokes. <laughs> I, I I am constantly writing something. I am almost finished with the next chapter of my fan fiction. Is that Jack? No, that is Krishna. Krishna. Krishna likes to bark at Xander. Enough! Xander does not want to play. Xander, Xander is my black cat, and she does not like anybody. She is a loner. <laughs> That's me as a human. <laughs> she is named after Xander Harris from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I don't know if this will, will be cut or not, but I was at work and I was sitting in my car during lunch, okay? Okay. And all of a sudden I hear somebody like knock on my window at, of my car and okay. I jump and look over and this is really cute girl. Like, I don't know, like 25 years old standing outside my car. So I like open my door slowly and she's like, this is going to sound really weird, but can you be my new best friend? Oh, and I'm like, sure. Why? And she's like, I just saw all the stickers on the back of your car and knew we had to be best friends. That's so cool. So all the stickers on my car have now get, got made you got, a new friend. Made me a new friend. Did you exchange numbers? We exchanged Facebook information. That's so cool. Oh, what a cool way to meet somebody. Yeah, because I have a sticker obsession and you do. I have so many stickers on my car and they grow every week. I just got a Twilight sticker of Jacob Black's tattoo and put it next to the Team Jasper sticker. That's awesome. And I got a, <laughs> this week alone, I got that sticker. I got a hunger game sticker and then one i got two hunger game stickers the mockingjay and one that says district 12 okay. so, yeah. very cool and i want to get one that says zydrate um anonymous i'm sorry what was that zydrate anonymous what's that and if you've ever seen the more movie repo the genetic opera Zydrate is a very addictive drug that numbs your entire body. Oh, okay. So, familiar, but mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. Uh, so we we have. Let me see. I think chapter ten might be separated into three different. One of them was. It was either ten or eleven. One of them was split into into three. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let me go back into our docs. I think after next episode, I really need to get 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So, chapter 10. Okay. The second part is 13 pages. 14. No, mm -hmm. it's still loading. 14 pages. Nope. 16. 17. <laughs> it's still loading. Okay. 21 pages. Okay. Okay. No, okay, so the next part ends on another cliffhanger. Oh, hey, very. <laughs> oh, all right. Why do we do this to ourselves every week? <laughs> okay, and then after that, I I have to like spend some time this week separating the rest of the chapters because that is the last one I have ready. Okay. So I think chapter ten is only the two parts. Okay. So are you ready to sign off? Mm-hmm. You want to kick it off? Okay. So thank you guys. This is Johnny signing off. We just, we really appreciate you guys. Oh, for sure. Welcome all of our new listeners. We are very happy to have you here. Again, join us on our Facebook group, Chips of Chaos. And we'll see you next Chaotic Thursday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our journey today. We'd like to thank Hyper Little Noi for allowing us to read her masterpiece, Radio Tower, and to our listeners who welcome us into their homes every week. We love any reviews, downloads, subscriptions. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and archive of our own as Ships of Chaos. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Chaotic Thursday. <laughs>